95.3 WBCK now presents Coach's Corner. For over six decades, this has been your number one source for all local sports information. Coach's Corner is proudly presented by Lakeview Ford. Lakeview Ford, where community matters. Now, here's your host, Jack McCulley. And good morning and welcome to Coach's Corner broadcasting down on the motor mile in Battle Creek inside the showroom here at Lakeview Ford Lincoln, where community matters. I'm your host, Michael Miller, this week. Today's show will focus on the junior varsity football programs here in our local community and their coaches. Great opportunity to sit down and get to hear about their season, discuss their team's results this year. Additionally, coming up as we now start the month of November, we will have two more Coach's Corner shows after this one today and will not be airing a show on Thanksgiving weekend. Jack McCauley was putting together the final touches on his show next week on November 12th. And then on the following week, November 19th, I'll be presenting a special feature on Springfield High School. Springfield officially closed in 1990. And I'm excited to get a chance to speak with former Rams coaches there. The Coach's Corner scoreboard summary is sponsored in part by Lakeview Ford and Sweetwater Donuts. This week, the district volleyball playoffs began, and Thursday night, Lakeview hosted Harper Creek in Division I competition. The Spartans were up to the challenge as Lakeview defeated Harper Creek 3-0. In front of an enthusiastic crowd at Lakeview High School, Lakeview won 25-15, 25-13, 25-19 to advance to the district finals where the Spartans will face Jackson Northwest today at 11 a.m. at Lakeview High School. And other Division I district volleyball, Gull Lake defeated Manawan 3-2 in the finals to win their district title at Stevensville Lakeshore. The Blue Devils had swept Kalamazoo Central on Wednesday to advance. Gull Lake advances to uh, and will host a Division I regional on Tuesday where the Blue Devils will play the winner of Sturgis and Portage Northern, coming out of the Portage Northern District. In Division Two, Marshall is trying to win its sixth district in a row. They knocked off Penfield in a semi-final on Thursday. The state-ranked Redhawks will see Parma Western in the district championship match at Parchment at 11 a.m. today. In Division Three, Bronson defeated Centerville three games to one to take the championship title at this district. In Constantine, the Vikings advance to a Division Three regional at Coloma and will see Kalamazoo Christian on Tuesday. In Division Four, defending state champions St. Philip won its 21st straight district title, sweeping Calhoun Christian 25-15, 25-13, 25-16 in a Division Four tourney hosted by St. Phil, the number seven ranked Tigers advance to a regional at Bellevue and will play Tuesday against the winner of number 10 Hillsdale Academy and Camden Frontier. That will wrap up the Coach's Corner scoreboard summary for this week. We'll be right back with one of our first guest coaches right after this break. We thank you for listening to Coach's Corner here on WBCK. Coach's Corner on WBCK, brought to you by Lakeview Ford, where community matters. Now back to the show. And welcome back to Coach's Corner, brought to you by Lakeview Ford, where community matters. Uh, a couple of uh, announcements of noteworthiness today for our other broadcast on air. Michigan is at Rutgers tonight. Michigan State plays Illinois this afternoon at 3.30. George Blaha has the MSU call here on 95.3. WBCK at Lawson Ice Arena last night. 
Western Michigan beat up Miami 7-1. to They'll play again tonight. Western's football team is playing the weekday schedule now. They'll host Northern Illinois Wednesday evening at Waldo. Okay. This week we are meeting with the JV coaches of our local high school teams. And our first guest coach this morning hails from the Penfield program. I'd like to introduce Chris Locke. Good morning, Coach Locke. How are we doing? Good, sir. Um, I didn't get a lot of time to talk to you in advance, but just before we came on air, I got to find out you're a former Panther, which I'm sure most former Panthers are aware of you. But great to know that you're still connected with the program and uh, contributing um, in athletics. And at this point, I'd like to have you kind of give us a little bit of a recap of how your JV season went and uh, and we'll go from there. Uh, you know, we had, it was kind of a long season for us. We didn't have a freshman program this year because the numbers were – pretty low so i think out of the 20 i think we started with 24 kids and 17 of them were freshmen so you know going into that schedule it was pretty much a freshman team playing jv kids you know so the speed of them for the kids was a little bit different you know you know coming from rocket football and jumping right into that you know a lot of times we don't we might usually move up maybe four kids five kids at the most up to the jv as freshmen so Kind of throwing them into the wolves, you know, it was kind of a bit of a shock for some of them. But throughout the season, you could really tell that they started to pick up on it, you know. I mean, we had a freshman running back, uh, Sean Bailey. I think he had three games over 200 yards rushing, you know. Awesome. We even moved him up to two varsity games because of the fifth quarter rule, you know. And I think against Coldwater, the, you know, fourth quarter, last drive, he had the kick return and then. I think he had five carries that pretty much took him 70 yards to score a touchdown in awesome. his one varsity game. So, awesome. you know, moving ahead with quite a few of these kids, you know, they could be pretty good. Yeah. Well, and I'm not that proficient on understanding that uh, five-quarter rule. Can you can you provide a little bit so of the, the kids the can play of that? throughout the week. So, like, for any of the kids that play JV, we can play them the whole game. Okay. And then we can move them up Friday night, and they can play one quarter. Or, you know, we can play him for a half because there's a kid, Alex Lutgren, he's a sophomore, and he pretty much played guard or tackle for us. We would play him in the first half of the JV games, and he could still get half a game or three quarters on Friday night. Awesome. And then it goes the same way for juniors on the varsity. If they're not getting playing time or only playing a quarter on varsity, get in the fourth quarter, we can bring him down to JV and play him pretty much for a game or, you know, okay. however many other quarters, you know coincides with what they can play the next night so let me ask you this too because uh, i don't know the answer with the respect to a quarter are they committed to play like a full quarter like of play yeah or so i mean if they, once they get in that's considered their quarter so once gotcha. we get them in it's pretty much we're gonna <laughs> take advantage of it you know gotcha. we're not gonna just gonna throw a kid in on a kick you know a special team and then not use them for the rest of the quarter if gotcha. we're gonna throw them in we're gonna use them for the you know for that quarter okay. so uh who else is on the uh coaching staff with you there at Penfield? Uh, so Jason Livingood, he calls the defense for, for the JV. You know, like I said, we split our practices up so everybody's with the same kids. Our offensive coaches are with varsity half practice and then we're the, with the JV kids the other half, you know, vice versa with the okay. defense. So, you know, we're really working with both teams every day in practice. So once it comes to the game time, you know, everybody's used to 
being with our positions. So yeah, and we talked just a little bit as well, and everyone knows it was a little tough year at the varsity level for Penfield in terms of wins and losses. But again, faced some some uh, younger players on the staff. Oh, for sure. But uh, having a chance to come down here, I'll say every week, but every other week, and keep an eye on the progression. Um, tough in terms of the outcome, but you could see the progression, uh, if you will, not always in the score, but it just in getting a chance to talk oh, to Coach sure. Clothier. So the kids, you know, really hung in there, like he said. Sometimes yeah. he is, you know, got beat pretty good, but the, the effort was and always we're, there. And, we're and, pretty, and like I said, we're pretty young. I'm yeah. sure he's talked about it. I think offensively, we only started maybe three seniors. You know, I mean, after like the third game, uh, Brandon, yeah, Brandon Campbell came up as a sophomore and put him at quarterback, you know, so he kind of got thrown in there, and hopefully that helps out. You yeah. Know, the big thing is getting kids in in the off season to come in, because a lot of the kids, and it's not always really on the kids. You know, we got to get the parents to really buy in on it too, because you know, off season stuff isn't mandatory, right? And it's kind of gotten to the part point where if it's not mandatory, they don't want to come in. Gotcha. You know, so it's, it's and it gets a little frustrating because you know we're there. I'm there three days a week in the morning at 6 o'clock in the morning, and then we've got after-school sessions, you know. And I've told the kids, you know, because we've got, you know, between 5 and 10 kids that were really want to be there at 6 o'clock in the morning, which is great, but, you know, it kind of gets frustrating when you get in there and two kids show up. Yes. <laughs> Especially yes. when I've, you know, I think this is the first year ever at Penfield where there is not one teacher that's on the coaching staff. You know, in the past, I mean, okay. the majority of the staff has been teachers, so, you know, everybody else is working other jobs, going there and coming back. So, Correct. you know, it is, it makes it a little difficult, you know, when you don't have kids or coaches that are, have a presence in the school with kids. On site, yep. You know, so I think that makes it a little bit challenging as well. Certainly. And it sounds like you guys had to dip into some of your creativity in terms of coaching this year with, oh, with for call-ups sure. of sophomores that, that got oh, yeah. uh, experience up on the varsity, but then that depletes the roster size for yeah, your JV sure. and maybe oh, yeah. players that you thought, okay, we're going to have him at quarterback or this play in a lineman and they're yeah. gone and you're like, okay, but down at that level, uh, it's certainly um, it's it's for the love of the game and for the the, uh, the teaching of the kids coming up to you know, oh, for sure. into the varsity. So. You know, that was something that we talked about too. I mean, do we keep the kids down on the JV and you know let them get their reps, or even let them take their lumps on varsity? You know, I mean, get them ready for the next year. I mean, pretty much going into the season, you know, we knew it was going to be tough. So, you know, it's the same thing for next year. Do we move all these kids right. that played on the JV as freshmen and sophomores up, or do we keep them there on the JV for another year and let them get their Maybe try to get some wins and you know in that yep. at that level and move them up or get them up right you know next year and have the same thing as what happened this year you know take their lumps and get them ready but, right right so that's something that we're really gonna have to it's what happens in the off season how many yes. of these kids commit and get, get in the weight room or you know get get into other sports because that's a lot of things now too not too many kids yeah are a lot doing of choices. multiple sports anymore. Yes conflicting schedules in that regard if you oh, yeah. will and then the yeah the weight room and the commitment time 6 a.m in the morning yeah oh, for sure. that doesn't sound fun but boy if you can go through it and get to the point oh. where you're getting the payoffs that's you oh, know for you sure you can't do it uh <laughs> august 7th before first yeah, practice you know, on the 8th you've you're got not automatically going to be in shape and ready to go right. if you're not doing it yeah for sure All right. anything else you'd like to share on uh the penfield jv season uh thank yous or anybody uh up there you know i mean recognition? A lot of the parents really helped out this year, you know, and it kept some of the kids because, you know, it's got to be, it's frustrating, you know, when you're not winning a lot of games. So, 
you know, we got we had three wins, two uh, two wins on the season for the okay. JV. So okay, it's you know nobody quit. I mean, what eligibility issues this year was wasn't even there. I mean, we had a lot of. Coach in, in the past, you know, we've had issues with eligibility, and this year was actually a great year. I think we might have one kid that was ineligible for a week. That's awesome. So that's a big step compared to what we've had in the past. So hey, Coach Coldier awesome. uh, spoke of the continuity and the you know good natured of the the kids in the locker room on on all levels. But oh, for that, sure, you know, when times are tough, that can be one of those fraying moments where things oh, start yeah. to splinter. And he said for that sure. didn't happen. So that that's probably another testament to the coaching staff oh, yeah. there at Penfield. I mean, I can remember years, you know, when. We only lost one or two games, and kids were pissed off. Yes, and, you know you had all kinds done, of, you know. And yep. So yep. when you see us going zero and nine, and you don't see kids in practice like giving up on it, you know they're yeah. still there and they're still putting it in. You know, well, there I mean? you go. So that's a good sign. Well, let's hope uh, the off season does turn around. We get some committed uh, participation, and sure. uh, you know, keep the momentum going there at Penfield. And um, you know, we'll see what next year brings. We certainly appreciate you stopping by this morning. For sure, I appreciate it. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back with uh, probably two coaches after that. And we thank you for listening, to Coaches Corner here on WBCK. Coaches Corner on ninety five point three WBCK. Proudly brought to you by Lakeview Ford, where community matters. Here's Coach's Corner. And welcome back to the show. Our next coach is from the Lakeview Spartan program, Carl Schaefer. Good morning, Coach Schaefer. Good morning. Appreciate you stopping in. Before we dive into some of the details of the team, we'll just uh, provide a little bit of a bio um, that I just picked up from you, so thank you for sharing. Uh, you're currently teaching at the high school industrial tech. Uh, you're from Leslie, and you've spent some coaching time as well over there on the Scottville side, which is on the west side by Ludington. Yep. yep. And this is your first year with the Spartan program? It is. Awesome. First year in the football program at Lakeview. Okay. Um, first of all... Uh, how did the season go? If you want to recap that, wins and losses, which aren't everything, but I don't know how the season went. So how would you? How would yeah, you like it to was share? Uh, it was a typical kind of JV season. We had some ups and downs. Um, we ended up two and seven, okay. which was which was um, not ideal, but um, we had a good group of kids. You know, our our freshman team ended up five and four, and so they were uh, they were a good group too, and. Um, throughout the year we had to combine um quite a bit you know we were you know with freshmen and jv if a different school didn't have a freshman team our freshman team would come up and play with our jv team so it was a little bit of a fluid situation all year okay and um but our kids handled it real well i mean it was a lot of fun and and the kids stayed together regardless of wins and losses and and you know we just our whole philosophy on jv is is we're going to try to get you ready for the varsity um, we're going to have some fun. Uh, we're going to teach you the, the sport of football. We're going to teach you the technique. And, and um, you know, we're not going to worry about the scoreboard quite as much as right. as the varsity does. Yep. Um, real quick, can you touch on who that freshman coach or there's some of the coaches on the freshman staff? Yep. So there was uh, Cam Gillette, um, okay. who's an old player at Lakeview. Um, Zach Brower, who's also an old player at uh, Lakeview. Okay. And then uh, Jeff Kaharchik. Oh. And he has a couple kids on the teams, Zach and Jake. Uh, yes. You might have heard of them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, that that sounds uh, like great. Who else is on your JV staff then? Yep. So I had, uh, it was just me and Josh Woody, okay. and his brother actually, Josh's brother, coaches in the middle school. So I think that's kind of how Josh got hooked up yeah. with uh, Lakeview. Um, 
so it was just him and I. And then um, one of the parents kind of helped us out a little bit, uh, Robbie Robertson. I'd like to okay. thank him. He he was filming for us and helped us out in practice. And uh, one of one of the parents that really just kind of stepped up was really nice. Awesome. Um, what what the sub varsity coaching staff on Friday nights with the varsity? What, do you guys also blend in and and work in the booth or do things on the field on the bench? What's kind of some of the rules for the, the yep. one of you sub varsity coaches on game night Friday? Yep, yep. So we're on the sidelines. Most of us are on the sidelines, uh, just kind of watching, trying to help out as best we can. Um, you know, the varsity coaches are on the mics with each other, and um, so the JV guys and the freshman guys are just kind of on the sidelines watching. Now, some of the freshmen um, and JV, we can go up in the box, too, if we want to, Okay, um, and that's totally fine. And, you know, we're just kind of looking for things that, um, that that our varsity coaches have told us, you know, this is something we want you to look out for. Just if you see it, let us know, gotcha. that type of thing. So we're just looking out for, for little things like that. And with... Uh Josh and yourself, did you guys split duties as far as one was more the offensive uh, caller or, or coordinator? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did the offense this year, and Josh did the defense. Okay. Um, and so that's kind of how that ran. And um, when we combined with the freshmen, we just kind of, you know, kind of tag teamed it. You know, it was a little bit of everybody kind of helping out. So yes. there's five of us. It was a little bit, uh, a little bit crazy at times. Um, but it was, like I said, it was a lot of fun. The kids stuck together throughout all of it. You know, they, they were getting thrown up to varsity. Some were coming down. You yep. know, some juniors came down. Some sophomores went up. And they, you know, some sophomores would come down for two quarters. And some freshmen would come up for a quarter. And so it was, it was really kind of a crazy thing. This five-quarter rule yeah. um, is new to me. And uh, so that was kind of a learning experience. Typically in that decision-making process to, to utilize the five-quarter, is that not to ask for trade secrets, but is that something you guys try to plan like over the weekend, getting ready for the week, or does that sometimes become a fluid thing? That says... This year it was a fluid thing. Okay. I mean, I'd like it to be more of a more of a set in stone thing, obviously, okay. but it's hard, you know, because JV and freshmen play before the varsity, okay. so so it's hard to bring down a varsity kid, you yes. know, because you don't know, right? You just don't know if that kid's going to get hurt. You don't know if their varsity kid's going to or the varsity team's going to need that kid, right? Um, so, you know, it's a bit of a fluid situation and um you know, like I said, it's it's it worked out fine. It, awesome. it was fine. Awesome. So. Well, I'm I'm wanting you to now take a uh quick little glance at your notes there and yeah. let's uh get, you know, some noteworthy mentions of people of interest or stats, whatever you may have. The floor is yours. Well, you know, just I'd like to you know, throw out some names of kids that uh we should be looking out for next year on the varsity especially from the jv team you know we got some guys that could really help the varsity next year um names like joel's johnson was going to be a lineman could be very good jackson hardy our tight end for jv was was really good uh trevor white you've probably heard the white name yeah uh, he's got some brothers that played and and he ended up getting hurt for us this year uh halfway through the year so it's kind of a bummer but he was a really good player uh, like I said, A.J. Robertson, uh, Robbie's son, was is going to be a good player. Um, and then, you know, you got guys like Zach Rogers and Mike Washington and Ace and Hawks that we got to keep an eye on that, that could be really, really good as well. Um, and then from the freshman team, you know, there's guys that uh, if they commit to it, they could get up and be on the varsity um, next year, you know, if they stay in the weight room and, gotcha. and, and really commit to it. Guys like Izzy Gomez and Austin Wildermuth. Um, Jeremiah Adams and Dakota Blowers and Jameer Boykins and Caleb McCune are guys that, that could really uh, help the varsity next year if they, you know, commit to the football program. 
It's all about trying to get that off-season uh, commitment and that, that strength training. And just because you cannot show up on August 7th, uh, yep, you, just yep. before August 8th for a day of practice and expect to, you, you've got to put all that's, that work in that's well That's been before. our message. You yeah. know, that's been our message is just, you know, commit to it and uh, have fun with it, man. That's that's the whole thing that we're trying to teach is, it, is have fun with it's football. It's process, isn't it? You yeah. know, sometimes we focus on that destination of where we're going when we lose track or it's easy to maybe lose sight right. of that uh, day-to-day stuff. And two and seven, you go, whatever, but we talked about that. You could be seven and two. At this point, right. it's about developing those younger players so they're prepared to uh, contribute at right. the varsity level. Yep, and and they were 0-9 last year, so so they got a taste of victory this year. We're we hoping go. that that you know, kind of excites them, gets them ready, and, and really kind of moves the program, you know, keeps the program moving forward. Um, you know, it's a great group of kids. I can't stress enough how good our kids were. I mean, they there was no infighting amongst them. Even when times are tough, man, they stayed together, and they were just a really kind of really tight-knit group. Awesome. Good family, you know, family knit tight knit group of kids that was that's great it was awesome that's great and, and uh coach diorio is he's heading out he's he leaving is. not maybe just him leaving but there's there's still plenty of uh well-stocked uh good contributors at the oh, varsity yeah. level so you pipeline in a couple of more of this next year yep. coming off the jv uh lakeview should be uh yep. we should be fine you know the jv or the uh, junior class is a little bit small in numbers but their talent is yes. is there i mean they have talented kids and so you know we got some jv guys coming up that are going to help and we're hoping some of these freshman kids can come up and help so we're hoping i mean it, the future yeah. looks good the future awesome. looks good and we're excited um whoever is going to come in and be the varsity head coach man we are you know all of us we're excited to it's a good uh, to situation to enter yeah. yes yeah. and that sounds great Co- uh coach schaefer so much uh thanks and appreciation for you to take time out to come down here and discuss that program best of luck to you guys and let's hope you get that uh, solid contribution in uh, off-season workouts all right thank you sir appreciate the time yeah and we'll be back here on coach's corner right after this break Coach's Corner on WBCK, brought to you by Lakeview Ford, where community matters. Now back to the show. And welcome back to the show here on Coach's Corner. Our next guest coach from St. Phil is Coach Tom Reed. Good morning, Coach Reed. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Yeah, appreciate you stopping down. Today, uh, St. Phil does not have a JV, so this is actually the representation of the 6th, 7th, and 8th grade team. Uh, first of all, Coach Reed, I'm not familiar with anybody else on your staff. Can you can you give us a little uh, background on who else is on the staff? Yeah, we have uh, Coach Tyler. Um, we... Uh, took over the program last year for coach p down at coach Bassetti down at uh, okay. for the varsity and uh we've had the pleasure of sending some great kids to him uh each year and you know this year was no exception we started with a two-week football camp early okay. get them in shape and uh worked pretty well we had a taste of victory this year and uh as awesome. you know Sixth, seventh, eighth grade, you know, it's about getting those fundamentals in there, make sure they don't get hurt. Yes. You know, so uh, big shout out to Coach Tyler for helping me get that done this year. So we added a football camp at the beginning. Awesome. And uh, we went uh, one and five this year. Okay. So not too bad. Uh, we got that taste of victory, but yet our kids know that they've got a long way to grow and, and uh, be pretty good. Um, big shout out to our AD, Vicki Grope. Okay. Uh, for all her help this year and, and, uh, Katie Reed for her help this year. She, uh, throws in a lot of time and hours. Um, matter of fact, both the Katie's there at, 
at uh, St. Joe well, uh, Middle School okay. for getting those kids ready to go and intelligently moving forward. So we appreciate that. Um, you know, so it it was a good year. We've got some okay. good kids going up. We've got about six eighth graders going up, and uh, from Isaiah Gray to uh, Lightfoot, okay. and uh, Lightfoot was our quarterback this year. Did a heck of a job. Um, we've got some seventh graders going to move up into leadership. I've got a heck of a starting receiver. Okay. Um, I've got a kid that can actually punt. Uh, 45 to 60 yards, depending on the on the wind change. Well, there so, you go. Yeah. There's a weapon. And uh, we actually have a field goal kicker this year. So Great. Did about a 35-yarder. That's awesome. So not too bad at all. Great. So I know Coach Facetti would be pretty excited to get his hands on some of these guys. Yeah. So, you know, but... Yeah, it's yeah. it's been a little bit of a challenge on you know the roster size at the varsity level, but anytime you you know are able to develop and send up, uh, you're fortunate to have some good quality athletic kids uh, and get them coached up right. That can only help. Absolutely, you know um, that's our biggest goal right now is to make sure that they keep the love of the game, they keep moving up. Um, they've got the fundamentals to be helpful and be a tool and asset to the varsity, and uh, we'll keep we'll keep doing that. That's this year awesome. we had 13 kids. Okay. Uh, next year we'd like to. Get up to 16 to 20, you know. Get the pipeline started a little bit again and, uh, yeah, get some positive momentum going there. Yeah, so um, we had some great kids from Calhoun County Christian that play with us. Okay. And, uh, you know, so it's it's been a great opportunity for both sides of those kids to – to play some ball. Yeah. Well, certainly appreciate you stopping by to give us that recap, Coach Reed. Um, best of luck in the off season and going into next year, sir. We look forward to it. Thank you. And we're going to do a coach's change on the fly from Harper Creek, a.k.a. a, a line change in hockey. Oh, the JV coach at Harper Creek, Larry Quick. Good morning, Coach Quick. Good morning. Woo. If we've got time, I see you brought your trusty sidekick from the freshman program, Alex Nikolic. So uh, we may get him on as well. We appreciate you guys stopping down, but uh, I'll let you jump right into it if you could, sir. Tell us a little bit of who else is on your staff, a little bit of season recap, and uh, some names you'd like to mention. Sure. Uh, start out by saying uh, Ken Hort and Brian Eiler and myself have been together for four years. Um, we're like brothers this year. We had Michael Van Sickle. Uh, on our staff as well, um, we seem to have a good thing going. We ended up seven one and one this year. Awesome. Um, <clears throat> it was a fun time. We had like 30, 30 kids in our program at the at the JV level, and throughout the season, there was ended up being a total of uh, eleven sophomores that got moved up to varsity. Uh, varsity started with three of those sophomores, but then through the through the season, eight more would go up which is always a challenge for us to fill those spots. Right. And uh, we coached hard, and the kids responded. And a lot of those kids that wouldn't get normally get a lot of playing time started getting a whole lot of playing time. And it was, just, it was a fun season. It was great to be with these kids and be with these coaches. And uh, the last couple of weeks have been kind of lonely. <laughs> yes, you kind of hit that crescendo, and it's like, oh. yeah, you're used to doing that every day after school and hanging out with the, with the guys and everything, and all of a sudden it's it's over. So, I, I gotta imagine, and maybe I'm assuming here, but it, it strength and conditioning off season program, uh, pretty good uh, participation and and whatnot there at Harp Creek. Yes, and we almost all our kids are in uh, lifting 
uh, lifting class with either myself or Coach Converse. Awesome. Uh, so, and there's after school too, and we really encourage our kids to do, uh, to be two and three sport athletes. Yes. So, we get a lot of, and there'll be a lot of kids out for track. We usually get more than 60 boys out for track. Uh, and then, of course, with baseball and lacrosse too in the spring and, we really, we're really trying to push wrestling a lot this year. Okay. A lot of the kids that aren't doing anything get them involved in wrestling because you know wrestling is. It, it can tie in. You got that it right. It can tie into football easy enough. Coach, real quick on your list of uh, your results there, what comes to mind is like your best game you guys played. Maybe not so much conditional on the score, but just something that pops in your head where you know that things clicked and you just you... the very last game. Okay. Uh, we played Lumen Christie and it was a twenty twenty tie. Okay. We were behind three different times. And either came back to take the lead or tie. Uh, it was a great game. People were, there was plays made on both sides and both sides of the ball. And we, the time ran out. We had the ball on Lumen Christie's 39 yard line, driving the score. But go. looking back on it, it was like, that was just an epic game to be a part of. There was plays made on both sides of the ball. Both teams were making plays. Uh, it was, it was fun. It, it sounds like it ended on a high note, at least a tie note, but at least it sounds like you're saying it all kind of came together. It and was you're just getting a, that back and forth four quarters of football. I remember talking to the side judge and I says, man, this is a great football game, isn't it? And he turns on, looks at me and he goes, this is better than most varsity games we get to officiate. Awesome. And so it was, that was the last game of the year, a 2020 tie with Lumen Christie. It was big. It was fun. Yeah. Uh, proud of the kids. Yeah. And that's last time Christie's moving out of the conference. So last time you get a chance to, to go with them and to hang in there toe to toe, that's got to be a great thing. Well, feeling. I don't know if it's the last time or not. Okay. <laughs> I, they might be our number nine next, next year. Okay. I'll be so, quiet. I, I, I don't I, know. I'm <laughs> speaking of things. We'll have to wait and see how things work out, I guess. Isn't that how life is? You just sometimes you got to wait and see. Yeah. Uh, who else you got? Some names on a piece of paper there. You got any uh, shout-outs, parents, uh, supporters, uh, other coaches? I really want to thank our parents because after every game they would have snacks and uh, drinks for the kids. I want to thank our trainer, Caitlin, because uh, okay. she kind of just got thrown into this last minute because we had a – Brittany, our trainer, left, and we were kind of in a bind. And Caitlin just showed up, and all of a sudden she just – Filled some big shoes and did a great job. I really want to thank her for everything that she did for our program. I want to thank Mason Converse for giving me the opportunity to do this four years ago because I kind of just stumbled into this and okay. it's been a great ride. I love it. Um, and I want to thank other, our, uh, assistant coaches too, Ken Horton and Brian Eiler and Mike Van Sickle. They did a great job helping out and they, they, they are the ones that usually are the X's and O's. I'm not that guy. Gotcha. And, uh, they take care of all that for me. Awesome. Yeah, it, it, football truly is the ultimate team sport in terms of just it's a large group and you really have to work together, be selfless at times, be a leader at times, and uh, it sounds like that culture is well-developed and in, in, in place at Harper Creek. I agree. <laughs> Can we bring in uh, Coach Nicolich real quick Absolutely. for the freshman team? Can you jog in over here real quick? Uh, we got to share the microphone, but good morning, Coach Nicklish. He was the uh, freshman coach good at morning, Harper guys. Creek. Can you uh, give us, you know, we'll take, um, we'll say about a two-minute run here to try to be, cover off a little bit of uh, freshman football. Yeah, we, we had a great year, and uh, like Larry said, uh, some thank yous real quick that I'd like to give shout-outs to. Mason Converse for giving me the opportunity to come back and coach. I uh, was gone for about five years, and this was my fifth year back, and it's truly a uh, uh, privilege to be able to coach at Harper Creek 
And uh, just a quick shout-out to our, our junior football program. As we spoke earlier, mm-hmm. uh, we had 240 kids out third through eighth grade, which is which is pretty pretty amazing. It's unique. Uh, you, know, you hope you keep most of those kids out throughout the years. But um, special thanks to, to the board there, Jenny and Andy Fry, uh, Corey Ledbetter, Don Carpenter, Josh Erskine, Jessica Berner, Kathy Wickwire, Christy Ledbetter, and Emily Green. Wow. Uh, they put in a lot of time, and whatever they're doing, uh, they've got the secret sauce there. So awesome. uh, hopefully that continues. And um, the uh, the coaches that I coach with on the freshman level, Mike McCafferty is the head coach. He couldn't be here today, okay. but it's great coaching with Mike, uh, Andy Fry, and uh, Matt Brownell, uh, who right. came on staff this year. Great group of kids. Uh, we we loved working with them, and uh, there's some there's some. Good things going on now. I bet. It sounds like you guys got them turned in the right direction up to the pipeline over to Coach uh, Quick and then back on up uh, the year after that to uh, Coach Mason. Sounds great. I think so. And maybe Larry alluded to and the other coaches alluded to, there's a lot of kids that are being moved up, and, you know, the, the five-quarter rule and things of that nature. And so it's a juggling act uh, okay. to try to get kids, you know, in certain spots on the field uh, out of necessity. But uh, kids got a lot of playing time, a lot of experience, and it was a it was a fantastic season. I'm excited for those kids. Awesome, awesome. Well, I appreciate the uh, Harper Creek coaching staff coming down here and sharing uh, that with us this morning. Best of luck in the off season strength and conditioning uh, programs, and uh, go Beavers! Thank you. Thanks for having us, guys. Hey, we're going to take a final break here, and then we're going to no, we're going to keep going. No, we are going to take a break. We're going to take a break, and then we're going to be back with Jerry Miller from Battle Creek Central. All right, welcome back. Our final coach here today from Battle Creek Central, the one and only Jerry Miller. Good morning, Coach Miller. Good morning. Hey, I always enjoy an opportunity to get to see you and uh, talk here a little bit. Um, the, the day has flown by with our other sub-varsity coaches. I was really kind of, we still got time to get uh, our talk in, but I'm going to turn things right over. Right now you can recap a little bit of the Central Varsity. You can touch on the JV, and the floor is yours. Oh, man, um, this season was a really special season for us on the varsity level. Oh, very special season for us, um, which, you know, Coach, you know, we've had down years, and um, it just feels good to get back to winning. But um, just like everybody else, man, you've got um, guys just buying in, you know what I'm saying, after, you know, being down. It just takes a special group to kind of get the ball rolling, and then other guys follow suit. And we had a great group of seniors. We had, like, 22. Okay. And, um we had a lot of young guys up, and they got to see those guys, how they work. And um, everything, it turned out pretty good. We wish we were still playing, but it turned out good. Uh, it, it, and on that front, um, a great start first game uh, with Byron Center, right? And they make the playoffs a quality opponent, and then you guys go on your run. And uh, it's not unique to Battle Creek Central, obviously, but Coach Granger seemed to uh, reference each week, uh, you know, we're going 1-0. I know Coach uh, Converse, it, it's, it's, you want to kind of simplify and keep it right in front but it seems like you guys were able to kind of keep that momentum and that has to be approach and you know we've been down like who are we to overlook anyone right you know so we have to that had to be the approach one one and oh let's go one and oh this week let's gotcha. go one and oh this week and that was the approach and it worked out well for us uh run down the uh other coaches here that are both on the varsity level and oh, yourself obviously um coach granger Coach Casey Bess, um, Evan McCoy, Mario Brown, Mike McClenny, um, 
Reggie Hall, Michael Pettis. Oh man, we got we got as many coaches as a team. <laughs> um, did, Ryan Payne. Okay. Yeah. Did, did Battle Creek Central? You guys didn't have to. You didn't use the five quarter rule too. Oh yes. Oh, you did. So. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad you said that. All right. Like, all right, um, my JV team, we are like a a band of misfits. All right. We get um guys that aren't quite getting much playing time on varsity, you know. Okay. And like, and if you're a good freshman, you come up. So we're a combination of first year football players that are sophomore level. Gotcha. Some varsity guys that might not be cutting it all the way and, and want to play. Yep. And young guys that's standing out. Awesome. Awesome. Um, how about uh, either some, uh, well, we don't have to go over stats or anything, but any other thank yous on people that also oh, man. help I just want to really just thank um, the Gridiron Club, the parents that help prepare the food for us every week, make sure our boys are fed. Um, make sure they have snacks and stuff after the games. You know, it's a, it's really a community effort to help in it with a great season. I just want to thank them, the parents for being great parents. Yeah, the support and it, you know, it, it's that selfless giving. It's the stuff you need to, to get this, keep the success rolling kind of once you get it going. Scene, yes. you know, yeah. Well, it's kind of that sub varsity stuff. Uh, it, it plays a big role and it, you never know what kind of impact you're having on that student's life. That could be something that, really sticks with them at some Absolutely. point that the seeds planted later in life you go man i really enjoyed playing for coach miller back in the day and it feels good when young guys come back when, when they're adults and they have kids and they reference coach i remember when i played for you at this point and stuff and this it does feel good <laughs> well you mentioned a couple other former recent well recent 20 years ago or thereabouts uh, with reggie and evan now being back in the come bearcat <laughs> family come on exactly that's awesome right but, right uh, and you, yeah that's when you know yeah, yeah. we was back there back in the uh, about 20 years ago on, i appreciate man. my You're opportunity age, yeah, exactly. well i know i <laughs> you can run but you can't hide coach miller <laughs> this has been fun um i'll let you wrap up here give you another 22 seconds here what do you want to say oh man i just want to say that um the bearcats had a great season and we're going to come back strong next year we got a lot of underclassmen returning and we got a three-year starting quarterback that'll be coming back for year awesome. four. So that always helps. And we're going to work hard in the offseason in that strength and conditioning program, right? Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you for stopping by and joining us uh, this week to represent Battle Creek Central. Best of luck to the Bearcats in the offseason and uh, into next year. Uh, we will be back next week with Jack McCauley. Thank you for joining us here on Coach's Corner, WBCK 95.3 FM.